Say that to politicians, the elite, the loony liberals, the fake news media, and the gender-confused, emotional socialist snowflake crowd. Cut the crap is your secret weapon for fighting for our freedoms and our great republic. It all begins with a massive mental enema, freeing you from the toxic news and politically correct views, which constipate your consciousness with stinking thinking. Your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. He's known for calling out politicians and telling them to cut the crap. You've seen him on virtually every television network and listened to 
him on Coast to Coast Radio. And now he's here to help you learn to fight for America. Culture, race, and American politics, they all have one thing in common. They all need to cut the crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Hey there, folks. Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Welcome to Cut the Crap. You know what crap is. It's a four-letter acronym for culture, race, and American politics. And on these weekend mornings, we get together and we, well, we share our coffee. Make sure you have your coffee. We share our coffee and we talk about the crap that's going on. And try to look at it at a perspective where we can find our way out of it, and if we can't find our way out of it, well, we can at least maybe laugh a little bit together and lighten the mood. I know how you feel right now. You feel like this cat when it comes to being offered broccoli. Would you? <laughs> That's definitely how we all feel. I want to tell you, though, I I have been thinking long and hard about what we can do to combat this craziness. And you know how the left is highly organized, does a hell of a lot of training. I mean, you know what? Yeah, you got it right, PJ. You know, the crap is deep. But you know how the left is incredibly trained? and organized, and I swear they must have training programs. I really do. I I think they stay so much on message. Conservatives don't so much. I think they stay so much on message, they have learned how to play us. They've learned how to manipulate us. Well, I've decided to fight back. You're right. We have to focus. I've decided to fight back. I have developed a training program. Now, since your family and friends here, I thought I'd share my first training module with you. You give me some feedback. It's appropriate because we have our coffee. It's a training program of how to defend your values against these woke idiots. Here's module one. As the young barista gave me my change, I said, why thank you, young man? He snapped back at me. Did you just assume my gender? Did you know there are over 100 genders and you assume that I am a man? I apologized straight away and said, I am sorry. Please let me rephrase. Thank you for my change. You massive attention seeking cunt. Did I... I don't know. What what do you think? I, I'm not really sure. Sometimes I get too focused and angry about this stuff. And and my, uh, you know, some, some people say, you know, some people say I'm a little too hard, too hard coming down on the left, too hard coming down on the right. Do you think that's a little too much? Do you think it's, should we be subtle? Should we coddle these kids in what we do and how we respond to them, right? You're right. You can never be too hard. 
Never, 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 never. <laughs> well, we're going to have an interesting ride this morning, folks. To set the tone for what I'm going to talk about in this crap session, yes, we're shooting the crap. This is a crap session. You, if you're here, you are a crap cutter. Embrace it. But I'm going to share with you some of the reality, some of the reality of in our school systems, the battlefield, which we've been ignoring, happened right out from under us as they took school teachers and school systems right out from under us in a very fast scale way. Here's one parent's testimony about this. Afternoon. My name is Nicole Solis, and I am a mother from Rhode Island who was sued by the teachers' union simply because I wanted to know what my kindergartner would be learning in school. And here's how this happened. I asked to see the curriculum, and my school told me I had to submit a public records request. The curriculum wasn't posted online, and it wasn't available in a school district. Then I asked them if they were teaching gender theory, and they told me that they don't call children boys and girls, and they embed the values of gender identity into every classroom, including kindergarten, and they didn't want to answer any of my questions further. They told me that they would communicate with me only through public records requests, and that is the only way I could get my questions answered. And when I did submit the public records request that they told me to submit, and I submitted hundreds because I had hundreds of questions, my school board then put my name on the agenda of a public school board meeting and held a public school board meeting to discuss suing me for submitting the request that they told me to submit. In a five hour long school board meeting, they openly debated my moral character, my political motivations. They said that I was causing chaos, wreaking havoc, harming the district, harming children. One school board member even said she felt unsafe and started to cry because as you see, I'm really scary standing here <laughs> right now. And they really just tarred and feathered me for asking questions. And they had never met me before. And this was the first school board meeting that I had ever been to in my life. They wanted to send a message to other parents that if you ask questions, they will come after you. Well, at the end of this meeting, they decided that they, they wouldn't sue me for asking questions because they never intended on actually suing me. They just wanted to publicly humiliate me in a school board meeting that was a show trial. And when that happened, then the teachers union, the largest teachers union in the country, the NEA, did file a lawsuit against me to bully me and harass me with frivolous litigation and to send a message to other parents that if you ask questions about public education, they will come after you. Now that's a sad reality, but I think this shows you the war that we're in. It happened on our watch because we had been apathetic, folks. It's just the true, true, true scenario. It happened on our watch. And they have taken over from the inside. They now believe they control our children. We have no say in it. But I use this example. When you understand that lawsuits were filed over this, it's all about intimidation and beating every one of us down. They have started a program of even indoctrinating the teachers. Now, you remember, the, the, the school system, the money we pay for our 
public education system on average. It's about $16,000 per student. This is how our own money is killing us because we're paying them to indoctrinate our own children. But long before they indoctrinate our children, which they want it to have an effect on you, they want, they want you because of your love for your kids. When your kids start calling you out and correcting you, they know that you'll kind of back down because you don't want to battle with your kids in most cases. And you don't want disruption in the home. So it's a way to quiet it down. But they also work on all the teachers' minds. Here is a teacher trying to excavate, figure out why she has the problem she does. Now, the problem, everybody should try to figure out what their crap is. It's true. Everybody should try to be a better human in any way they can. That's human nature. You should always try to improve yourself. And I said, as long as you're green, you're growing. And as soon as you're ripe, you're rotten. And when you do not evolve intellectually, scientifically, right, spiritually, you become extinct. That's a true phenomenon. But this particular change she's trying to foster might not work for her because her only problem in this case is she's lacking enough melanin in her skin. So somebody asked me what unpacking white violence looks like in my own life and why it's important to me. So what unpacking white violence looks like in my life is that I am journaling. I am processing all these things I'm hearing and learning from black content creators on this app. I'm also watching other people's journeys. Um, the most exciting and most important part is I am going to be beginning a uh, mentorship where I am under the mentor chip actually of um, some very strong professional black women who that's what they do. They help others learn how to unpack their white violence. And why it's important to me is professionally, I am a teacher. Um, I'm going back to work in the fall and I want to be the best person and teacher that I can be. And I know change begins within first, but for me, in order for me to grow and nurture these young scholars who might be black and brown, I have to unpack that white violence or I'm going to cause damage. And I want to be a good role model for my children. I want to, I want to lead by example. Um, can I prevent my children from becoming assholes? No, but hopefully one day they can look at me and say, you know, mom did X, Y, and Z right. And, you know, maybe we can follow suit. But yeah, so that's how I'm unpacking it and why it's important to me. Have a great day. She talks interchangeably about her kids in the classroom and her kids at home. This particular mom teacher is unpacking not supremacy, but white violence. That video just goes to prove we have a tremendous amount of fucking idiots teaching our children. Even her words, even as bubbly, innocent, dorky she comes across, she associates being white 
with violence. I'm going to show you the end result of this. You've already seen it, but I'm going to show you kind of an interesting test, an end result of what's going on with all of this wokeness and just how totally screwed up it is. Hang tight. I'll be right back. Share this right now. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back. Welcome to the MyPillow 2.0 commercial. Miss Makeup. Well, you look good. And action. You're sleeping even better. We've got the best pillow ever. MyPillow 2.0. He's a great neighbor, huh? Cut. We got it. Welcome to the set of the MyPillow 2.0, the most amazing pillow in history. That new technology is still the MyPillow's patented fill. And now we have new technology we didn't have back when I invented MyPillow that's going to help you sleep. It's absolutely amazing. And you're the first ones that can check it out. Go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code on your screen, and we brought back the buy one, get one free. Javon empowers the people, and corrupt politicians do not want the people knowing the truth. Now, let's get back to it. I'm going to show you the net effect of when the government weaponizes our education system and learning institutions against us through our children. I'm going to show you the net effect of it. And this is that unholy trinity between government, media, and academia. And this is how they have attacked and undone the United States of America. Because what they did is they worked on our children first to stand down. And then in the stand down process, when they got enough to stand down, they really came out roaring. Obama was the change agent he promised. He didn't lie. Then they came out roaring, uh, attacking our systems. So imagine if you were to line up kids, line them up, and ask them how they felt about things. Here is the net effect of the crap that they have been feeding our precious children. Well, all right, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Hey, clap for y'all. Hey. I'm glad that we all strongly agree. I am proud to be white. Three, two, one. Just be in the middle. Yeah. Can there be a middle? <laughs> all right. No. Yeah, pick a side. Pick a side. I don't know which side to pick. Don't pick it. Don't hate you guys. I don't, I almost went there too. It's like, I think, so like, hard. guiltily, like, I'm like happy that I'm not oppressed, but I'm not proud of like things people have done in the past. When I, when I think of being proud of something, I think of something I worked for.
that one very simple video shows the net effect of what they're doing to our children. You're right, this is incredibly sad. And you're probably as a parent going, what the hell? This is how it works. I'm going to play it for you again. I want to, you know what the end result is. I want you to watch the faces, particularly in the second half when the white kids watch their faces struggling, struggling with not making a decision. You're right, it is sad and it is absolutely unfucking acceptable. But this is the compromise they do because of your skin color in your mind. And it's the chaos in your mind. And of course, everybody wants to be liked and not considered bad. And these kids struggle with it, so they back off. And you're right, Jeff. If we went by what one culture has done to another in the past or whatever, everybody would do that. You're right, but they don't teach facts. This is indoctrination. This is brainwashing. Watch it again. Watch it again. But watch these young white children struggle with making a decision. Because what they're thinking about is they know, I shouldn't react to this. Skin color doesn't define it, but they struggle with it. And they get into, well, what will others think of me? That's what I see. Watch this again. Well, all right, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hand clap for y'all. Yeah. I'm glad that we all strongly agree. I am proud to be white. Three, two, one. Just be in the middle. Yeah. Can there be a middle? All right. No. Yeah, pick a side. Pick a side. I don't know which side to pick. Don't hate you guys. I don't, I almost went there too. It's like, I think so like hard. guiltily, like I'm like happy that I'm not oppressed, but I'm not proud of like things people have done in the past. When I, when I think of being proud of something, I think of something I worked for. Now you understand the many different battlefields that we fight on, right? It's nuts. It's total nuts. This is why I always try to help you see clearly how every bit of this connects and how we are at war. Bottom line is we are at war. I know that stressed you out. Let's get rid of some of your stress. Let's talk about CB Distillery. Uh, tough day yesterday. I'm dealing with deaths in my family, planning family funeral. One of these and I'm out. I'm talking, this is one little gummy. This is kind of what gives me, this is my chill pill, folks. There it is right there. I told you I was a chicken shit. Drugs have never been my thing, baby. I medicated with chili hot peppers, being high on life and sex. Never drugs. I'm, I'm, I'm too wired to, could you imagine me on something like cocaine? Oh my God. I'd, I'd, I'd fucking vaporize if not go invisible. You know what I mean? I'd be moving so fast. And so when it came to 
uh, CBD, which many people raved about. That's why I agreed to partner with CBD Distillery, but I had to do it first. I had to find it out. By the way, remember the promo code. You're going to get 20% off. But I partnered with CBD Distillery. It's called Plant Powered Wellness. It's 100% clean ingredients. They make wonderful products. Two million users. You don't need a prescription. There's just three states they can't ship to. But even I held back. They have tinctures. They have a roll-on that I'm going to get my father to start using. My 89-year-old father. Very cool. But I stayed away from it, and I was wrong. Right? Because I associated it with, you know, what was that old movie in the 30s or whatever it was? Wacky Weed or whatever. You're going to... It was misconceptions, and I consider myself a smart fellow. Folks... If you're looking to take off that edge, if you're looking to sleep better, if you're looking to even even a daytime energy product, struggle with pain, whatever the case may be, perfectly legal, no prescription needed, can be shipped to you, and you want to go with the Rolls Royce that's doing this, do like I did. Try CBDistillery.com. CBDistillery.com. Two million people, now two million one with me, approve of this. CBDistillery.com, use your promo code Jovan, get 20% off. And I know after seeing stuff like that, it kind of like freaks you out, as it freaks me out. These are our children. I have, can you imagine the shit that's been packed away in our beautiful children's heads when we weren't looking? You know, you always want to think as a parent you do right. But man, think about all the time they've spent in school and how they've been fighting this war in America. Can you imagine the shit, the crap in the cranium in our kids? It scares the hell out of me. It should scare the hell out of everybody. But that's sad. Now, indoctrination, that's what I showed you. That's the end result of indoctrination. Indoctrination is everywhere. Now, I know I stressed you with that. Get ready. Get ready. You know this war, this woke war that we fight, this woke war that I'm involved in trying to get everybody to help fight this war because it's all about our money. If we don't take our money back out of the system, they're going to continue forcing this stuff on our kids. And that's why I did make woke go broke dot click. If you haven't checked it out or at least listen It's the only way you really have to fight back. But I'm about to show you something. I'm about to show you how far the retailers are willing to go in this woke war, like the targets of the world. Get ready. This one may just piss you off. Here you go. This this is the boy section? Yes. Wow. Wow. Is this the boy section too? You got to be kidding me. Wow. This is the boy section. Oh, hey, we got a boy shirt. Hold on. This is the boy section. We're in the boy section. Ma'am, is this? You got to be kidding me. Is this the boy section too? That is for boys. Now, if this ain't pushing an agenda... I don't know what is. This is sick. Target, do better. Yes, we're at Target. 
Look at this. So you can look like your sister. Hmm. Isn't that something? During the Obama years, one of the things that he did to bring about change and promise change was because of the incredible influence of being the President of the United States, they got many of their operatives, trained operatives, to head up a lot of these 501c3 you know, charity organizations and a lot of these retail organizations. I personally know the CEO of Target. And most all the executives. And I know that this gets pushed on them by the investment companies that invest in them and own a tremendous amount of their stock. They have all these new crops of buyers coming in and everybody wants to social signal and the investment companies that control them, the investment companies that control them and keep their stock up and viable push this agenda. I know as an individual, he doesn't agree with this, but when you're at that level, you get caught in a crossfire and what are you going to do? You're going to walk away from a $20 million a year job. Very few people will do that. Very few people have the balls, guts, and gusto to do that. They're trapped in their environment. They're trapped in that, okay, you've got the McMansion in Minneapolis, and you've got this, and you've got the second and third home, and you do this, and you hobnob. They get caught that they have to shut up, and you can't live your true values, and you can't let your true values be known. And as a result of that, they're trapped by lucrative contracts, right? And I can tell you what it is. Just keep your mouth shut. Shut the fuck up. Get to your retirement and a hundred plus million dollar cash out and shut the fuck up. That's another way to buy people off. I want you to pay attention to the symbols on these shirts. The symbols. You got it briefly, but pay very close attention to the subliminal signals in all of these kids wear once again this is the boys wear this, this is right here this is the boy section yes wow wow is this the boy section too yes you gotta be kidding me wow this is the boy section oh hey we got a boy shirt hold on this is the boy section we're in the boy section. Ma'am, is this? You got to be kidding me. Is this the boy section too? That is for boys. <gasps> now, if this ain't pushing an agenda, I don't know what is. This is sick. Target, do better. Yes, we're at Target. Look at this. So you can look like your sister. Hmm. Isn't that something? I'm going to play it one more time. I have no idea. Now, don't get me wrong. I grew up, I, I became six years old in 1970. So you could call the 70s my elementary eras. And, and, and we had, even into high school, fairly short shorts. But we didn't have 
Uh, I'm a pansy wag my ass do me in the rump shorts like they have now. Look at that little boy's short set. Are you kidding me? That's something out of like Boogie Nights that Roller Girl would have been wearing. This, this is right here. This is here. the boy section? Yes. Wow. Wow. Is this the boy section too? Yes. You gotta be kidding me. Wow. This is the boy section. Oh, hey, we got a boy shirt. Hold on. This is the boy section. We're in the boy section. Ma'am, is this, you gotta be kidding me. Is this the boy section too? That is for boys. <gasps> now, if this ain't pushing the agenda, I don't know what is. This is sick. Target, do better. Yes, we're at Target. Look at this. So you can look like your sister. Hmm. Isn't that something? This is the world we live in. Next, I'm going to show you how... So I've kind of showed you school. I've now showed you, um, you know, how they indoctrinate kids, the end result, and teachers. They pushed it all into corporate America. But you're going to be even more surprised when you look at the people that are now placed in positions of power in our government, making decisions over our lives, sometimes decisions over our safety. Hang tight. Be right back. Four. Yes, four. Four things are killing America. Critical race theory, teaching our children racism is based on the color of your skin. Black Lives Matter is just a cover for introducing Marxism. The trans agenda, making our boys into girls and our girls into boys, and the illegal invasion of our borders. Four, yep, four, four mega companies control the big money funnel. These four companies are investing in Black Lives Matter, critical race theories, and the things that are killing America. They control 22, $22 trillion, and it's your money. If you started counting that money, one dollar at a time, every one second, starting right now, well, you'd be done in 697,615 years. That's how much power they have over us, folks. How do we save America? It's easy. Take your money back. Go to makewokegobroke.click and learn how. Take your money back. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Take your money back, folks. It's your money. Go to makewokegobroke.click and learn how to save America from socialism. Your purchases are murdering America. Most people swear they love America, yet they are killing America one shopping cart at a time. Four woke mega funds control $22 trillion, and they pushed all the brands into just 11 companies. Let's just look at lotions, hand cream, soaps, and detergents. When you spend your money and you go shopping here, that money goes right out the door. And as it's distributed and broken apart, it goes into that dark, ugly, icky funnel of money that funnels to impacting America negatively. Your money funds Black Lives Matter, Critical Race Theory, Antifa, the trans agenda. 
You have to make a choice to save America, folks. Make woke go broke. Click will teach you. Quit pumping, pumping, pumping your money into these woke companies. You have to choose to save America. Do it now. Go to make woke go broke. Click. Make woke go broke. Click. Do it now. The, the, I, I do believe the the truly most immediate way we can respond is we have to understand where our money goes because you control your money while it's still in your wallet and while you can still control it before the government and everybody else can get a hold of it and do what they want with it. You've got to control your own money and I'm surprised how many people still resist us. We have a government that will put people in positions because... Well, we've got a Supreme Court justice that was there because she was a black woman with a vagina. That was the requirements. Who was woke, but doesn't know how to biologically define a woman. So that criteria was being woke, being black, and having a vagina. And then we have a health department that's based on being woke, having a vagina that strangely looks like an ugly penis because it is an ugly penis, but swearing you have a vagina because it's the way you think. And they push it down. Then you have people that were just uh, put in, you know, like the one dude that steals luggage that worked on the nuke projects, right? Who we found out was a klepto. But he was a pup handler and was into kink fetish. They're all over our government. And when our government makes decisions based on skin color and not who's right for the job. It scares the hell out of me. It's kind of what, you know, we do this on the right too. We have so-called podcasters that have never achieved anything in their life or people that have never been involved in elections and certainly have never done an audit speaking around the country on here's how you save the country on audits. And here's what you do about the machines. And they have no basis in it. So the right makes the same damn, you know, mistakes because so few value true experience, deep experience over, okay, you look right, you sound right, and you say the right things and everybody will like you. Now, we all know that our airline industry is having a very hard time We know for some strange reason, pilots are dying in flight. You know that, right? That uh, there's a horrible pilot problem going on in the United States of America right now. Now imagine a government putting a new person in charge of all of the airlines Air traffic controller is one of the most stressful jobs there are. We've had some close calls just in these last two years since the Biden administration because they made color mandate. And we've had several times, news doesn't talk about it, where planes have almost collided on the runways because they're, they reduced their restrictions and have let more in that are based on the color of your skin. It's a, it's a big problem they're trying to cover up. But imagine if you're going to put somebody and to run the airline situation when we have all these airline problems, when we have all this hacking going on in the system, when we have planes falling out of the sky, 
when we have union troubles and whatever, you need a really, really qualified executive that intimately understands the airline industry. Don't you? So, Mr. Washington, can you quickly tell me uh, what airspace requires an ADSB transponder? Not sure I can answer that question right now. That's, that's okay. We'll just keep going. So um, that's, a, that's a pretty important part. So what are the six types of special use airspace that protect this national security that appear on FAA charts? Uh, sorry, Senator, I cannot answer that question. Okay, so what are the operational limitations of a pilot flying under basic med? Senator, I'm not a pilot, so... Uh, but uh, obviously you'd ever see the F Federal Aviation Administration, so um, any, any idea what those uh, restrictions are under basic med, quickly? Uh, well, some of the restrictions, I think, would be high blood pressure. Uh, some of them would be... It's more like how many passengers per airplane, how many pounds okay. in different categories, and uh, what ele what uh, altitude uh, you can fly under. So, and uh, and then uh, amount of knots. It's under 250 knots. So, okay. it's not having have anything to do with blood pressure. So, can you tell me what causes an aircraft to spin or to stall? Uh, again, Senator, I'm not a pilot. Um, okay, uh, let's keep going. Uh, what are the three aircraft certifications FAA requires as part of the manufacturing process? Quickly, please. Three uh, aircraft certifications. Uh, again, uh, what I would say to that is that one of my first priorities would be to fully implement that Certification Act uh, and report. You know the three types, uh, Mr. Washington. The, the three no. types. Okay. Yeah, that's type certificate, production certificate, and airworthiness certificate. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. Let's just keep going, see if we can um, um, get lucky here. So can you tell me what the minimum separation distance is for landing and departing airliners during the daytime, Mr. Washington? I, I don't want to guess on that, Senator. Are you familiar with the difference between Part 107 and Part 44809 when it comes to unmanned aerial standards? Unmanned aerial Unmanned, like drones, are you familiar with yes, the difference? Yes, yes. Okay, you know the difference between those two, part 44809 and part 107? Do you know the difference there? No, I cannot. Uh, That's okay. Spill that, out. that is what we get in our government. That's why we get a Supreme Court justice when asked to define a woman says she's not a biologist. Everything. Everything is about pushing a political agenda. Pushing a political agenda. It's in every one of the cabinet appointments. Every single cabinet. You're right, he had no freaking idea. He was clueless. Every single cabinet and the United States is compromised. Dave says he's right. I wish I could still be a tool maker and not know a damn thing like wondering why my aluminum block won't stick on the magnet. But you're right. He's not white, so he is qualified. Do you understand this is how they are destroying our nation from top to bottom from top to bottom and they use your right fear and shame to control it okay so let's say that uh 
let's just look at the courts in the United States. You can see how what they do to Donald Trump and they've weaponized the courts. Let's let's look at our court appointees have to know their shit, right? Uh, tell, tell me what Article 5 of the Constitution does. Article 5 is not coming to mind at the moment. Okay. How about Article 2? Neither is Article 2. Okay. Do you know what purposivism is? Um, in my 12 years as an assistant attorney general huh? and my nine years serving as a judge, I was not faced with that precise question. I'm going to play that again. In case you think these are inconsequential, Article 5 is basically what sets out how, why, and under what circumstances can the Constitution be changed or not changed. Two is what basically defines what is the president actually responsible for and controls. Just the, now, 12 years as a assistant, what did you say AG or district attorney? I don't remember. Nine years as a judge. 12 years as an assistant AG. 12 years. Nine years as a sitting judge. Uh, tell, tell me what article... Five of the Constitution does. Article five is not coming to mind at the moment. Okay. How about Article two? Neither is Article two. Okay. Do you know what purposivism is? Um, in my 12 years as an assistant attorney general huh? and my nine years serving as a judge, I was not faced with that precise question. This is our government. Good reminder here, by the way, folks, this is uh, exactly why we have to pay attention. This is why I did Jovan Loves Gold, folks, by the way. If you have not checked out Jovan Loves Gold, <clears throat> this is a prime time so you understand it. I did this partnership with Gold Co. It's a free 2023 gold IRA kit Americans are using to protect their retirement savings. Just go to jovanlovesgold.com, jovanlovesgold.com. Fill out the form. Get the free training materials. Get the free training materials, folks. Don't be like your government officials and don't know shit about how this stuff works at least at the very bit, feed your brain. Now, here's why. I just showed you, these are government appointees. If you have a 401k, IRA, a retirement savings account, you've been paying into it every freaking month. Let's say you've been paying into it for 30 years. During this administration's time, you've lost 30% of the value of your retirement account. 30% gone, out the door gone 30% those are prime videos of why that happens 
And it's only going to continue to get worse. I keep on telling you. By the way, folks, this is not about buying gold. This is not about buying silver. Hey, buy some coins. No, folks. This is about making a lateral, non-punitive move to protect what you have to keep it from losing value. JovanLovesGold.com. JovanLovesGold.com. Just fill out the form. Get the kit. Feed your freaking brain. Do exactly the opposite of what government officials do. And feed your brain and learn and know. Instead of just sitting there going through the fucking mouth breathing motions. Doesn't this upset you to see your government officials? Your government officials doing this stuff that are that are that big of idiots. That's why I try to thread all this together for you. I'm not just some fucking podcaster. I'm showing you the blueprint, the weapons, the battlefield the defensive measures, everything you need to do. I mean, this is the way they do it. Okay, so now we covered bullshit government officials. And all they can do, teachers and otherwise, all they can do is make excuses. Make excuses for themselves. Science doesn't exist. I want to let you know, science doesn't exist. Did you understand that? Science doesn't exist. I'm woke. Science doesn't exist. Oh, the man. Oh, wait. No, that one. Yes. Follow the science. Yes, it's a mandate. Wear the mask. Follow the science. Oh, but on this one, don't follow the science because science doesn't fucking exist because it doesn't go with what I want you to know. Science doesn't exist. I have a master's degree in this. I get very angry when people start promoting diets in their lives. And I have to go. I can't be around it. I am a fat person and you're attacking me by opening your mouth and saying shitty things about your fat body. Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me get this right. You're talking about you want to get in shape. You're talking about you don't like those extra fat tires. You're talking about when you look down, you don't want to see your cavernous belly button. You want to see at least Mr. Winky's head to know he's still there. But oh my God, you know, when you talk about you being fat, when you talk about you want to work out, when you talk about you want to get in shape, you're hurting me because you're really backhanded slapping me. It's all about me. It's all about me. It's all about me. Talk about me. Science doesn't exist. I have a master's degree in this. I get very angry when people start promoting diets in their lives. And I have to go. I can't be around it. I am a fat person and you're attacking me by opening your mouth and saying shitty things about your fat body. Be careful on what you say and what you are perpetuating. Because it's all tied to racism and eugenics. You're being a racist when you start promoting weight loss. I said what I said. It's the truth. Stop it right now. If you care about me, if you care about fat people, if you care about yourself, you will stop 
You will stop right now. I had to leave a lie this morning because they're all talking about diets and, oh, you got to do what you got to do. And and you got to listen to your doctor. Your doctor is lying. But you don't question it because they got the white coat. They know. They must know. No, the diet culture informs doctors. I know all she needs is some love and some hugs. And there are many benefits with obesity people. I understand there's some people have health conditions that do not let them get as fit as they want to be. I understand that. And I also understand we do it to ourselves and we eat to ourselves. And I think about it every time I shove pizza in my mouth. So she just needs some help and some coddling. You know, there are benefits to dating a truly, truly excessively obese woman. Like lifting a fold and finding the lunch she lost. So we need to be sympathetic. She says, if you care about me, you would stop talking about diets. Newsflash. I don't fucking know who you are, and I don't fucking care to know who you are. But I do know that you play this woke game about shamism. Racist, 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 shame, shame, shame. If you had a moment of clear thinking... You could replace one word in your bullshit shaming system and you would realize you're the fucking racist. It only takes one word to these woke son of a bitches. One word. If they made a single one word change, they would realize they're the ones that are racist and fucked up. I want you to take all of these anti-white racism headlines that are totally acceptable in America and mainstream news right now and insert the word Jewish and just see how racist and scary this stuff is. So substitute the word Jewish for this headline. Do it with this headline too. Here's a CNN headline. There's nothing more frightening in America today than an angry and now use the word Jewish there instead. Here's another one. Substitute the word. See how racist that sounds. And another, substitute that word. This is from BuzzFeed. Go ahead and change that word to black or Jewish. All of these headlines would be deemed racist and told to be taken down if it wasn't against white people. This reminds me of what happened in 1930s Germany with the propaganda that was being put out about Jewish people. Anyone with half a brain should see that this is wrong, extremely dangerous, and racist. And the mainstream media is just allowed to get away with it. There you go. Finally, some people talk truth. That is the truth. They don't want to be called out on the truth. It's why I do Cut the Crap. It's why you even named this program Cut the Crap, because it's about culture, race, and American politics. You mix them, you get dangerous, and you just want to grab these motherfuckers by the hair and go, Cut the Crap! Because it's so damn frustrating. Their virtue signaling, everything else, when they're actually the people doing it. They are what they say we are. They are what they say we are. And that's the con. And that's why I tell you it's psychological warfare. And that's why I show you 
the warfare comes in many ways. They want your kids to feel like this. Well, all right, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Hand clap for y'all. Yeah. I'm glad that we all strongly agree. I am proud to be white. Three, two, one. Can I just be in the middle? Yeah. Can there be a middle? <laughs> all right. No. Yeah, pick a side. Pick a side. I don't know which side to pick. Don't pick it. Don't hate you guys. I don't, I almost went there too. It's like, I think so like hard. guiltily, like, I'm like happy that I'm not a pro. I want to point something out because I'm going to play it again. I want you to pay attention. I'm going to give you some subtleties you might have missed. The way people act, the way people talk, project, look, etc., belies who they really are. The one boy at the back of the line conflicted you will notice he looks exactly where he wants to go which is to his left your screen right he wants to go to the left he knows that's where it is that he'll be he thinks he'll be safe there in his mind but then he worries about these people moved over here to their right your screen left half of them so he's worried about what he'd get thought about. So he makes a compromise in the middle. The little blonde is just indecision. I won't move. That's apathy. The one girl who moved right, did you catch what she said? What comes out of her mouth when she moves, when she makes a decision that's right for her, she says, guys, please don't hate me. I am proud to be black. Well, all right, y'all. That's what I'm talking about. Hand clap for y'all. Yeah. I'm glad that we all strongly agree. I am proud to be white. Three, two, one. Can I just be in the middle? Yeah. Can there be a middle? All right. No. Gotta pick a side. Pick a side. I don't know which side to pick. Don't pick it. Don't hate you guys. I don't, I almost went there too. It's like, I think so like hard. guiltily, like I'm like happy that I'm not oppressed, but I'm not proud of like things people have done in the past. When I, when I think of being proud of something, I think of something I worked for. Indoctrination and grooming. Words mean things. Here's more indoctrination and grooming. This, this is the boy section? Yes. Wow. Wow. Is this the boy section too? Yes. You gotta be kidding me. Wow. This is the boy section. Oh, hey, we got a boy shirt. Hold on. This is the boy section. We're in the boy section. Ma'am, is this? You gotta be kidding me. Is this the boy section too? That is for boys. <gasps> <laughs> now, if this ain't pushing the agenda, I don't know what is. This is sick. Target, do better. Yes, we're at Target. Look at this. 
so you can look like your sister. Hmm, isn't that something? That's the indoctrination. It's in every part of society. I've always told you it's an unholy trinity between government, media, and academia. And they're coming at us through all angles because it is all about destroying our nation. I even did a program the other day showing you how they're rewriting books, rewriting timeless children's classics, banning them because they would rather not offend. So they'll get rid of Huck Finn. But they will have an, ed, uh, uh, an elementary grade school book that will teach you how to give blowjobs, handjobs, and take it up the ass. You think I'm kidding? And I can talk a little more direct here because I'm not on my radio program. Watch that program. It's everywhere. They are subtly rewriting everything there is. And by the way, Disney's at it again. Lost boys. Every last one of us. But you're not all boys. So? There you go. That's what was important about Peter Pan and Wendy. Wendy goes on a trip. I think it's the Lost Boys. They're taking off a new spin from the Lost Boys. You know who the Lost Boys are, but you remember everybody can be boys now. This is how... Disney's further blurring the line. Are you lost boys? Every last one of us. But you're not all boys. So? I showed you Target. I'm gonna I'm gonna show you one more time. Uh, you know, my program is make what go broke dot click because you have to learn how to fight back and take your money back. I'm going to show you something you've bought and I'm going to show you how they, the corporations. Now, th this is one from the investment company. I already show you how they did it to target, how it pushes down, how they control CEOs, how they control the buyers. It's all about undoing and make us into mush puppets buying only from the companies they own. Shame, guilt, all the shit that goes with it. Here's something you've probably bought. You probably love. A long-term brand in the United States of America. Well-loved brand. Here's its new positioning. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future at Hershey's Canada. Hershey's chocolate for International Women's Day, Day of Women. Those were men. That is a dude with a dong that just thinks it looks like an elongated labia. And Hershey's has decided now to promote this woke culture. One more time. My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. 
See the woman changing how we see the future at Hershey's Canada. I thought long about this one. I finally came to the conclusion that I like my women the same way I like my chocolate. Without nuts. What about you? My name is Faye Johnstone. I'm the executive director of Wisdom to Action. We can create a world where everyone is able to live in public space as their honest and authentic selves. See the woman changing how we see the future at Hershey's Canada. Get to play on word, her, she's. I told you about a funny meme. I got to go back and find it one of these days. It's an attractive woman sitting on a bed, kind of covering herself up so you don't see her breasts. There's a guy sitting at the end of the bed. He looks dejected, sitting at the end of the bed. He's just totally dejected. The first thought that comes to mind is he couldn't get it up. And she's got her hand on his back, and she says, Don't worry, don't worry. There's nothing wrong at all with having a tiny penis and the guy in his thought bubble says I know but just not on the girls I date (laughs) I thought that was very appropriate (laughs) now they tell you That if you're a straight man and won't have sex with a trans woman, you are a racist and transphobic. (laughs) You got to watch my program. I, I did do a program. Go back and look at it on my Rumble. I did do a program. I took you through the medical procedure of taking an Audi. They take a woman's vulva. They take the woman's lips of her vulva. You have her clitoris here. They take the clitoris, they raise it up, they peel it back, and they get the little tube out of it and everything, you know, right above the hood, and then here's where your urine goes. They take the lips of the vulva. They, because, you know, they're soft. I know that from personal experience. Uh, this This is where I'm an expert. I have done very close-up study of this particular part of anatomy. Uh, In case you didn't know, before I got into political stuff, you've probably seen Fifty Shades of Grey. I was a Fifty Shades of Very Dark Grey, moving into the Black Spectrum, certified trainer. Just want to let you know. But they take the labia and they make them into little hot pockets. And that's where they hang the nads they sew up the vagina now they have the urethra and the hood of the butterfly and they pull it out and kind of make a penis and a head of it on a guy they take the penis de-shaft it de-bone mr johnson Charity says she's never eaten Hot Pockets again. That's not what I heard about you, Charity. You might not eat modified Hot hot Pockets, but something tells me you might be into, if they weren't altered. (laughs) Anyway, they take... (laughs) 
They take Mr. Winky. They debone him. They debone him. Right? They debone him. They kind of move it down. The they separate it a bit. They take the pocket of the penis, that's just the skin, and they push it into the body to make a slot. And then they take the scrotum sacs and they truncate and roll them into labias. I forget what they call it. I know the one they do for ladies is called an adedictomy. <laughs> Johnny Cat goes, there goes my lunch. Um, <laughs> it does sound it does sound painful, doesn't it? Right? I'll tell you a very funny... I'll, I'm going to end with a very funny story. Because... You know, when in this world where they're promoting adedictomies and all this other stuff. But I'll tell you a very, very funny story. One of my most dearly beloved friends, I've always been for the underdog. I'd rather take an underdog and try to give them a great life over, and, I, and I've had many, 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 Harvard PhDs and masters worked for me. But my great buddy, his name was Mike Simeone. He passed away a couple years ago of AIDS. But he was a fellow that I loved dearly. One of my best friends. One of the best workers I ever had. I always knew that Mike had a, a drug problem. He had had a heroin problem. Nobody give him a break because he looked kind of wonky. But I gave Mike a break on my television series, and he became one of the most incredible cameramen I've ever had. If you've ever watched my old program uh, on Fox, and you watched the one program where I was kind of making a joke about a chihuahua, and the cameras running, playing like it's a chihuahua, that was my good friend Mike. Anyway, Mike always struggled with his sexual identity and one of the things he decided to do during his life was to get his penis enlarged now I had no idea that what this procedure was so you got to imagine in my offices and I'm a management by wondering around people so I, I leave executive offices and I eventually make my way around to you know, our radio rooms, because I've always done radio, and now I'm in the television production studio, and all my editors sat there. And when I would go back looking at the, you, know, you might call them dailies, looking at the day as we do our broadcast all over, I can remember that on Mike's desk one day, there was a, a you know how you can buy a, a ketchup or a, a mustard squeezable jar, but it's empty, it's what you refill, and it's clear, it's got a yellow top, or it's clear and it's got a uh, red top, right? Anyway, there was one of those there, and it had this long string, probably three feet tied to it, and it had a, a loop in it. Now, what had just happened is... It, it, I, I want to help employees any way I possibly can. And Mike's car 
his car was just filled with shit. And so I hired, and I'm talking the, you know, the worst hoarding car you've ever met, hoarding car you've ever seen. I hired a detail company to come in and man, we cleaned out his car and they just made that little convertible he had hum, right? And he said, well, this was cleaned out of my car because I had an extra one in my car. And I would stand there and talk to him and I could never figure out why he was laughing because I just pick up this little thing off his desk. And I put my little finger through the loop and I'm just kind of swinging it in the air and letting it roll up on my finger and then swinging it like this, you know, just kind of because it had this little bottle hooked to it. I always tried to take employees to lunch at different times so we could have time to talk and whatever. And on this one particular lunch at a Mexican restaurant. <laughs> We're sitting there. We just eat Mexican food, five or six of us. And we're just, you know, talking about production and shit. And I, I don't know how it came up. And and Mike was just laughing. And I always noticed when I did that with that little thing that um, he would kind of snicker but and look at me like mortified, right? But never say anything. He was just totally mortified. I was there spinning this little thing. And he finally came clean. He basically said, I want to tell you what that is. Cover your ears. He said he had a penis enlargement. And he said the way they do it is they do two things. They take... (laughs) I'm telling you, cover your ears. But this is Mike Simeone. Dear friend, boy, I really miss Mike. Mike was a... A great guy. I got him into another radio show. Uh, he had come out fully as gay by that time and had paired with a lesbian. I named their show for him, which was, which was a hit. I called it uh, the Dick and Dyke Show instead of Dick Van Dyke. I had him named the Dick and Dyke Show. It was a big hit in the market. Anyway, good guy, good guy. Love him to death. Anyway, so he's sitting there telling me, he says, that's part of my procedure. And I go, what procedure? He said, I had a penis enlargement procedure. I said, it was a fucking little mustard squeezer. What do you mean a part of your penis enlargement thing? And he basically told me what they do to uh, elongate a man's penis is they go in and the little tether that's tethered, I guess, to your pelvic bone, that when the blood engorges, it's what causes the penis to rise well if they go in and cut that ligament a man will get minimum about two more inches of length some are blessed with four more inches of length if they if they cut that ligament and unconnect it to get the girth they take they take uh fat from the person's body, belly, or whatever, and they inject it into the penis. So now they've pumped up the penis, all fat and beefy, tuna canny, soda canny, and have added anywhere from two to four inches of length. Well, what that little device was, which I had no idea, was the reason it had a loop on it is because at night, Mike would fill up... um, the bottle with water 
And the loop was to make a little loop. And he puts the loop over the head of his penis. Now you have a loop over the head of the penis. <laughs> and you have a water bottle. And you lay on your bed in such a way at night that you put the line and the bottle over the side of the bed. And it pulls on your penis all night. You know, pulling it out stretches it. So the ligament never reattaches. That's part of the procedure. You got to make sure the ligament doesn't reattach in place. So you have to keep it elongated and pulled out. And then it will bind that way. So now you got a beefy, longer winker, but it takes a long time. There's sutures in your... But you're right. It's, it's counterweight. Stephanie, you're right. It's a counterweight. <laughs> so here he is. Right? Here he is. I am twiddling with his fucking penis counterweight <laughs> in the office. Because I'm just a fiddler, right? And he was so mortified to tell me that. So mortified to tell me that. That finally he told me over lunch. And it, it was a wiener stretcher. You're right. It was a wiener stretcher. But that's not all. That is not all. You're right. It sounds like a medieval torture device. So we're at the end waiting for it. And he's telling this story. And naturally, I asked him, well, did it work? Now, I should have never asked that question. Cover your ears if you have a sensitive stomach. You're right, Denise. I I had his wiener stretcher on my finger. I must have done it. I must have done it two. I must have done it two damn dozen times. And I'm flipping his little penis holder that he has wrapped wrapped around his head. And I'm just twiddling with it. <laughs> anyway, Mike says yes and no. He told me he gained about three inches. He told me, but it was hell to recover from. Because he kept on forgetting. <laughs> he kept on forgetting to put the wiener counter level lever, lever on it. And I go, I can see how that happened. He says, well, that's not it. It's the fact if you, if you also, if you don't stretch it, how it heals, it can heal up scarry and it can make it hard to urinate. And he says, I ran into that problem, making it hard to urinate early on. I was just so much surgery and stuff. That I couldn't urinate. And he said, and I had an emergency. I went to the restroom and I had to pee really bad one night. And I pushed really hard to pee and it busted my stitches and I blew fat out all over the commode. <laughs> now, it's not, it's funny now. <laughs> but I fucking vomited right there in the middle of the Mexican restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and I fucking blew <laughs> cheese <laughs> everywhere, run into the restroom trying to hold it in my mouth, and it's spewing between my fingers. They all knew who I was. They knew I was a television personality, and I'm spewing like a bad Stephen King movie, stand by me, <laughs> trying to run to the restroom. Oh, my God.
That was one of the funniest, most mortifying times of my life. More of the story is don't be, don't be technically inquisitive. <laughs> when somebody around you's had one of those weird procedures. <laughs> oh man, we had some great times. Uh, <laughs> poor Mike. Mike died of AIDS. Um, I love Mike to death. He spent the last four or five years of his life bedridden. His family, when they found out he was going to be gay, they all cut him off. His family lived right down the street, never had a, never came visit him when he was sick or anything. I never judged Mike for what his sexual proclivities were because that's him that that's him that's his choice it has nothing to do with me but as a loyal because i i value loyalty mike was the best mike was the loyal kind of friend that even before i was going to get married told me do not marry that woman she's only after your money this is my gay friend who loves me enough, says, do not marry that woman. It's going to end in disaster. He was right. I didn't listen. But Mike was a true friend. True friend. Mike would, Mike would laugh right now. Mike would laugh right now. He'd be la he's laughing in heaven, me telling that story. Uh, if you watched some of my old stuff from my old series where we did a Christmas gag... With a blonde in a convertible. That was Mike. That was Mike. You know, what a... What a great guy. Anyway, the things... And, and that was a funny thing. He was just a gay guy trying to get lengthened with. And now the things they put our precious children through. Let me see if I can find you one picture. I think I have it. It's, it's not anything sick. Let me just see if, I, if it's on this computer. Uh, it was a, I've got it somewhere. It was a photo between 2007 of the United States and there were two gender pediatric care centers and then it showed 2022 uh, and there are more than there are all the chain stores combined. If that doesn't tell you it's about the money, I don't know what is. Uh <laughs> Mike would be laughing that I told you. Mike would be is laughing in heaven that I told you that story. But now we've kind of sanctioned that kind of stuff. And now it's kind of what they're putting our precious children through. Um, they've put, they've put, they're putting our nation through a lot. And that's kind of the stuff we're going to. And, and I know what you're thinking when I told you that story. I know, I know exactly what you're thinking when I told you that story. Woody. <laughs> anyway, folks, thanks for watching the program. Have a great day. Make it a great, great day and weekend. We're all in this together. 
But we have to recognize how they attack us and undo us and how they separate us. If not you, who, if you're not going to fight for you? If not now, when? And if not for yourself, how about at least for your kids and your grandkids? So they have a chance, possibly, to grow up in the country that gave you your freedom and ability to have a great, wonderful life. You could have been born many other worse countries. But we're all in this together, folks, and we have to fight to save America from this woke socialism crap. Anyway, I love you all. Thanks for bearing with my stories. Hopefully, you at least see some of the connective tissues, and I mean that in the political sense, not in Mike's story. Love you all. Take care. Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut the crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is, learn how to fight back and tell the system to cut the crap. Cut the crap's not just a radio program, it's a movement. The right kind of movement, which breaks free the conservative constipation and reminds you that you are the majority, and we're just not going to take it anymore. Make sure you're following Jovan Hunt and Pulitzer on all social media. See you next week, and between now and then, take a stand and tell them all to cut the crap. 260 million of you shop here weekly. And did you know you spend about $1,400 each year? Two and a half million of you shop here daily, and you give them $1,000 each year. Combined, that's a half a trillion dollars annually. And you think it's the American way to shop? Think again. Your hard-earned money is being funneled to bad organizations. The consumable products you buy, well, they're washing America down the drain. Think about where you spend your money. Folks, we have to save America from socialism. We need to make the woke go broke. First things first, and that's America first. You need to follow the money. You need to follow your money and make the woke go broke. So I will show you how to save America from socialism. Go to makewokegobroke.click. Yes, dot click. Makewokegobroke.click. Makewokegobroke.click and do it now.
answer still, they're all controlled. Find your path in life, but make a socio a psycho. Nonsense, woke this, you're gonna lose your mind though. Bigotry, insanity, an ally or an enemy. There's too much masculinity, so we're goodbye to family. Represent the 1% who want to overthrow. Till everybody lives in an autonomous zone. Another window, loot store, get more, grab another brick throw. She, her, he, him, they, them, they, them. Women are the men now, and the men are now the women. Make yourself a slave until you feel like you are free. Dig yourself a grave for the American dream.